my recommendation is build your own thing. Strike out, get out, get moving. Don't wait on someone to give you permission. But if you're going to stay, do it for the right reasons. Declare and agree with those who are in power who can enable you to become the next. Don't let it go along. Don't let them string you along. Make sure you're designing for the person that God made you to be. Welcome to the Leveraging Success Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gearhart. Every time that we're together, I want to help you work less, make more, and through the freedom that you gain and the margin that you start to store up, you're going to be able to use that to be an incredible husband, wife, parent, and most importantly, an incredible kingdom leader living the life mission that God put you on. I'm excited to be here with you today. It is cold, and it's this time of year where the weather gets really chilly here in January, and it's playoff football season, so everyone is talking about what's going on. Some of you are very happy, some of you not so much. My teams didn't make it to the playoffs this year, so we've just chosen teams as they're in, and then if we pick the wrong team, we stay along with them to the one that comes next. And so we're just in the succession of trying to pick the right teams and having a good time while we're watching it. But today's discussion is all going to be about quitting your job. Now, I got to tell you that often my advice, my first advice to people that I'm coaching is to quit their job. And it's a big question for us is how long am I going to stay in this J-O-B? Now, by that, when I'm telling you to quit your job, I'm really talking about, is this your time to start to lead with the best of you? Not trying to be someone else or work for someone else, but actually, if you were to look at your business card, or you were to look at uh, anything with your company's name and your name, I want you to look at the font point size. How big is the font point size on your business card, on your website, on anything that's got your company name and your name? And it's competing. Your name should be in the biggest font size compared to your company's name because we're building the brand of you. And to build the brand of you is to say, I know who God made me to be, and I'm going to lead in that, whether that's a solopreneur act or it's leading many people, the ultimate outcome, even in a solo entrepreneur act, is to be leading others to follow you while you follow Christ. So you're setting this up. I want to talk to you about that today. We're going to be all about figuring out, should you quit your job? And that's a big question. And then I think the next big one is, should you approach the founder or the existing leader and say, it's my time. When is my time? And figure out if there's ever going to be a time for you. Now, if you listened recently, I had a fantastic conversation with my mentor, the founder of the master's program, Bob Shank. He was talking to us about succession and how he who invented came up with a fantastic program 
the best I've ever seen. And anyone who's gone through it says the same thing. It's incredible. He came up with it. And yet here he has this baby and he hands it off to me and to other leaders and says, now it's your turn to lead it. Well, maybe you're sitting in that seat where your age and your uncertainty about uh, who you're going to hand this over to and when you're going to get out of it. If you haven't figured that part out, if you're sitting in the seat and you're thinking someone else is going to be in the seat at some point or they're going to carry me out in a box someday, go back and listen to that episode. It's a fantastic episode on succession. And often, if not always, your Gen Xer or your uh, millennial and you're growing very quickly into the opportunities that are ahead of you. We're going to talk about that. But first, I want to get to the news of the day. Here's the news. Here in this month, three football legends have retired as head coaches. Now, when we talk about retiring in football, we don't know how much longer they're going to be really retired. I mean, they may go into the booth and come right back or become a consultant and come right back. But these are three legends here in the news segment this time. I want to talk to you about them, and it's relative to what we're talking about today. You see, these three uh, have won more championships. Let me explain. You've got Bill Belichick, and he left to the New England Patriots. Did he retire? Was he forced out? It was probably a mix of things. And how long he'll actually be out of a head coaching job in the NFL is probably pretty a little bit of time, not long, he'll be back in. You look at Bill Belichick and you realize, goodness, six NFL championships, Super Bowl trophies, and all of that success. In another one, you look at Nick Saban, who left the University of Alabama. And talk about a track record of success. Incredible, incredible coaches. Coincidentally, if you didn't know it, Bill Belichick and Nick Saban, they, they coached together back in their Cleveland Brown days from, from long ago, long before they got famous in other places. But regardless, great friends both retiring. Nick Saban saying, hey, I, I didn't really want to go through the change that was about to come. Let, let that go on someone else's watch. It's time for me to move on. And, and so the writing on the wall, many people talk about this, uh, about NIL and the money that's going into football right now, into college football specifically. And it's changed retention of players. Uh, players may be rotating around. It's like a minor leagues of the NFL now. And Saban looked at it and he said, hey, my motivation approaches uh, the change of this season in football. It's, it's time for me to, to leave. The third of these three legends Pete Carroll retired from, well, no, I don't even think you could use the word retired with, with Pete. In his words, it was the non-football people that pushed him out of being the head coach of Seattle. And so Pete, he's out, right? But this is a guy who is one of a few that won both a Super Bowl trophy and won the national championship in college football was ranked number one by the Associated Press with USC. So incredible coach, incredible record. And you've got these three guys who are moving on. And in all cases, we're talking about guys from the boomer generation. 
Now, before you think I'm going to slam on boomers or something like that, I am. (laughs) Just kidding. Well, I'm going to talk about them because many of you who are of that generation, the boomer generation, are, are sitting in seats that you're keeping warm for a long time. Let's get into this discussion because here we looked at these three legends and we can say, how long are they going to be there? Uh, Will they be back in the game? Are they going to be out of the game long enough for someone to finally build a statue in their name and realize that they're not coming back? I don't know. But when you look at them, you realize that there's some factors going on here. One, if you don't have a purpose on where you're going next, you're going to sit in that seat longer. And if your health is hanging on, you're going to stay there longer. But if you did like my mentor did, and you started to look around you, you you say, hey, I want others to increase while I will perhaps decrease in the power of the organization. I won't be the quarterback any longer. I'll be the Obi-Wan Kenobi to the Luke Skywalker. I will be the one who's speaking wisdom, but I'm still indispensable. I mean, look, if you're a young head coach in the National Football League and Belichick says, hey, I've got my playbook and free advice for you, no bill coming your way, uh, would you pick up the phone? And the answer is yes, of course, you're going to pick up the phone. You want to hear from that kind of wisdom. So these guys are going to carry on wisdom and interest of many people as they move out. But now let's get to you. Let's talk about Generation X. That's my generation, or if you're not far behind me, the millennial generation, here's what you're facing. Because the previous generation was healthy, sitting in those seats longer than many of us thought that they could or would. I mean, their parents' generation, the silent generation, they had a mindset that said, hey, when the age strikes 65, I'm out of here. You know, I've got a retirement nest egg. I've got something in social security. And so all of that programming together led them to say, it's time for me to exit. And you know where I'm going to somewhere that that's hot and they're moving to Florida. They're moving to Arizona. They're going to the senior centers and they are getting out of there. Uh, They're thinking, how can I not work anymore? But that, that wasn't the case with boomers. They're working well into their mid late seventies and onward in some cases. I mean, look at Charlie Munger, who just passed uh, a couple months back. Uh, You're looking at uh, someone who sat in that seat for a really long time. And with that being the case, if you're in Gen X, you've got to start asking some important questions. Is that when is it going to be my time? And here's what you should understand specifically if you're Gen X, is by the numbers, you're caught in between two big mountains. I just want you to visualize for a second. The population, the amount of people who are older than you and the boomer generation, there are a lot more of them than there are of you. And then you can look backward at the younger generation, the millennials, and there are also a lot more of them than there are of you. And so because just by age and time frame, your access to the opportunity has been extended, extended, extended. You've probably heard things like someday you'll be able to, or, you know, let's make a plan for 10, 20 years from now. And you're thinking, my goodness, by the time that I'm allowed to sit in the leadership seat, I'll already be, I'll feel like Prince Charles. Look at Prince Charles, right? Somebody that saw his mother age, 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 age. 
and he didn't get into the seat until he was very old and later in life. And he's probably got max 10, 20 years. God save the king, I guess. I'm not British, but you're talking about somebody that's not going to be in the seat very long. And if you're a Gen Xer, you've got to be thinking about that. Because if you've been waiting and thinking, hey, I'm going to be the polite, pragmatic, waiting for my turn kind of guy or gal that's uh, been dutiful, capable, then you're stuck and you're losing time. And the big question is, what do you do next? My recommendation to you is to quit now. Start your own thing. Don't wait. Now, certainly you can look at your predecessor or the one who's ahead of you who's currently sitting in that seat and you can negotiate depending. But my recommendation to everyone is quit your job, build your own thing. Live the expression of who God made you to be uniquely. Now, admittedly, the audience for this podcast, we are looking at successful and high achieving men and women who have professionally, whether in a business that they've owned, a company uh, that they're a part of, they've found repeated success. And we want you to leverage that success because I believe that your success leveraged in service to the kingdom could release incredible capability that someone may have not told you yet you can do. You can be a kingdom leader. And maybe you've been waiting all this time for someone to say that you could do it. Well, I'm here to tell you that you can do it. So if my recommendation is quit your job, then you have to start being really clear on who are you and where would you go next? What would be the thing that you would design? I mean, what if every day was Saturday for you and on your agenda, you're waking up inventing, living, and creating value in this world that other people are interested in? Well, this could be your opportunity, but you'd have to go after it. Now, millennials, I envy you in some ways because you're still young, but yet seats are starting to open. Uh, And as you look at this, your opportunity to get into executive leadership or even start your own thing, do it now. Don't wait. All right. This is not going to be a political podcast in general, but let's let's examine what's going on right now in the U.S. presidential race. I mean, you're looking at the existing president who's old, and you're looking at the one who seems to be leading as the challenger on the Republican side who's also old. And then the candidates that are out, there's a good chance, Gen Xers, <laughs> that President Obama will be the only Gen Xer U.S. president ever, and that we're going to get completely skipped and (laughs) it's going to go straight to millennials. I don't know how important that is to you, but there's some needed motivation to look at things and say, when is it going to be my time? Now, now is your time. When are you going to go forward? When are you going to make it happen? Now, Millennials or Xers, all of us are in a place with which we need to start to look at succeeding and building success and building it under the heading of who did God make you to be? Now, there's a real question. If you're going to stay where you're at, here's my recommendation. Is it time to stay? Well, then the recommendation is declare and agree. And by that, I'll tell you, 
Uh, it was a number of years ago uh, when I was being invited to start to be a part of the master's program. And I was really clear that if you're going to ask me to come be a part of this, from the outset, I was saying, I intend to be the CEO. And if you don't think of me as the CEO, then that's okay. Bless you. I'll cheer for you, but I'm not going to stay here or I'm not going to join you. And working through that declaration is an important thing. And then working through agreement. Do you agree? Do um, the those that have the ability to decide and you agree together? Well, then if you're going to stay, make sure that you've declared your intentions and then agree. And if you're going to go, declare it and agree. And by that, I'm saying, say to others, say to yourself who you are and where you're going. I remember my last corporate job when I realized that God was inviting Heather and I into an adventure, we had to make a big decision about what are we going to do for work? What's the income stream going to be there to provide for us? I mean, we had a, a nest egg, perhaps you could call it to help us get this thing started, but to move forward, we were going to have to continue to build for what was going to be our overall ecosystem as we were continuing to grow. And, and as we did that, we had to, to leap out. But in that leaping out, I had to declare, who am I? What's my best contribution? And that's when we started our business. And so doing that business, which we get to do still today, organizational health consulting, we get to help leaders who are uh, saying to themselves, I know how to do my business, but the people side of this equation and getting rallied for us to grow and move away from being stagnant or receding, but really moving forward. How do we build the team, the culture to break through? Well, we help leaders to do that. And that was my consulting business jumping out. And I told my corporate job at that time, uh, I gave them six months notice. We were well ahead of the curve and thinking of where we were going. And I was certain, although I didn't do love all those people from where I left, I knew who I was and where I was going, and I wanted to, to move out. And I wasn't going to wait for someone to invite me at that point. The invitation was clear to me. God had called me, and I knew what I was great at. Now, when we talk about calling, and you know, when we talk here in the Leveraging Success podcast, when we're talking about calling, you may be thinking to yourself, oh man, that's this um, sort of secret moment where you figure out where all the pieces come together and everything goes well. <laughs> that is not the case. To understand your calling is to understand the life mission that you've been invited to. And to go after that life mission is to know who you are. And knowing God, who did you make me to be? And where are you at work? And how can I join you building my sub LLC underneath your big corporation? I want to be a part of your mission. And to make sure that I live an integrated life so that the outcomes of everything will not only uh, hear you say to me, Father, well done, but also that I'd be rewarded for that. So look, in the years that are coming quickly and the time that's speeding us by here at the beginning of another year, we're saying, my goodness, that was the fastest year I've ever experienced. And time continues to just go by like, yeah, cars speeding down the raceway. There are going to be continued vacuums that are going to come as leaders, great ones, big ones, small ones of all shapes, sizes, and types. They leave. And as they exit, 
your opportunity will be to fill those vacuums. But are you going to wait until those goats, those greatest of all times that are ahead of you uh, are going to exit? Or will you design your next? Now, let me say a word to those of you who got into the seats as the second guy. There's lots of second guys out there. Tim Cook, Apple. You can look at John Adams, US president, and think of them. I'm the second guy, the guy that came after the first guy ever. And when you get into those seats, there is big expectations on you. Uh, There are people who would say to you, this is exactly who you need to be. We've got expectations and we've been waiting for the guy who was before you to finally leave. And now that you're gone, the other guy is gone and you're here, we're ready for you to operate with with all the things we wanted to happen all along. You're going to have to be your own if you got into the executive seat and somebody before you exited and now you're here, follow the leadership that you were made for with the vision that God gave you uniquely to get other people to rally behind you to where you're going next and get excited for for that. Not trying to be the goat who was before you. I mean, I can just imagine, and already, by the way, the New England Patriots have hired their replacement head coach in New England. And uh, that that, uh, young man, he's fairly young, uh, by age, I believe he's a millennial, is getting into that role after the goat. And so the expectations, he's going to have to live and carve a path that's his alone. By the way, I read just today that a bunch of Belichick's sons are going to be on this guy's staff, which, wow, good luck with that. That sounds like a big challenge. But if you're the number two guy coming behind the goat, be your own man or woman. Have the vision that God gave you. My favorite character in the Bible, Elisha. I study him a lot. I look at him, and he came behind one of the goats, Elijah. And Elijah enabled Elisha to be who he was, but his work was different. And it was for a different period with different situations. And so he had to be true to that situation, the gifting that God had given him, and the vision and the the message that God had given him, not to try to just be the one that came before him. So you're going to have to think that. You're going to have to think about the big question, should I stay or should I go? And for all of you Xers, I just put an old song in your head, should I stay or should I go now? Uh, You're going to be asking yourself that. And it's a good time here at this point in the year when we've done a lot of reflecting. And my recommendation is build your own thing. Strike out, get out, get moving. Don't wait on someone to give you permission. But if you're going to stay, do it for the right reasons. Declare and agree with those who are in power who can enable you to become the next. Don't let it go along. Don't let them string you along. Make sure you're designing for the person that God made you to be. All right. Hey, at the outset of this, uh, I told you that we were going to be talking about Should you quit your job? And I think that's the big question for you. Should you stay, stay and then declare and agree with those who can enable you? And if you're going to go, declare it to to your new customers, to those around you that you're out there and agree that this is the path that God's put you on is to design your life 
with your uniqueness in mind. Hey, I want to thank you for joining me for another episode of Leveraging Success. I'm so glad that you're here, and I'd love for you to continue this journey with me. So please follow the podcast and subscribe on YouTube, and don't miss an episode. You'll hit the bell and subscribe, or you'll get notified and it starts showing up on your feed. And I'm going to have amazing guests and ongoing conversations to help you. But listen, I'd love your feedback. So please make sure to leave me a review because I'm reading those. And you can also email me at jeff at leveragingsuccesspodcast.com. That's jeff at leveragingsuccesspodcast.com. That's going to come directly to me. And you can tell me what you think of the show, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of. And I'm going to be happy to address some of your questions live here on the show. So I'd love to interact with you. Love to get your feedback. And finally, I've got a free offer for all of my listeners here on this show. In the show notes, you can look there. You're going to find a link to a seven-part course that I've put on called Life Mastery. In that, you're going to get some key insights on how do you live an integrated life and what are the parts of that. You'll be getting an email every day for a seven-day period with ideas on the next steps to mastering life. And if you'd like, you can go even further and watch our 30-minute webinar with which I'll explain to you what an incredibly impactful life looks like. At the end of that, you'll have an opportunity to sign up for some more time with me. Hey, I'm so glad that you've been here today, working less, making more, and taking that game to be incredible and have an impactful life that will matter for eternity. I'm your host, Jeff Gearhart. Until next time, God bless you.